0: All right, you may be seated. Here we are again. As, I don't know if it's a well-known thing, but today's actually a very special day in the church world. Uh, It's very well known that the second week in August is the least attended church service of the year. Therefore, I speak to you today. So thank you very much, Pastor Josh, for this opportunity to... uh, I don't know. I'm grateful for, I'll take what I can get, so I'm glad everyone's here today. If you're a visitor, we're really excited that you're here. Um, if you're not a visitor, then why aren't you on vacation this week like everyone else? Weird. Um, all right, so today the title of my message, uh, my name is Pastor Jordan, for those of you who don't know me, but the title of my message is Slow to Speak. So we're going to teach you how to be slow to speak today. Um, the first verse that I want to go over is James 1, 19 and 20. James 1, 19 and 20. It says, This you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. So, the goal is to be slow to speak, quick to listen, and to be slow to anger, amen? He's commanded us to do this thing. So, how many of you know God gave us two ears, right? But He only gave us one mouth, right? Because we need to be listening and not fast to speak and not fast to lose our temper, amen? So, hopefully you got a pen on the way in. Our ushers are going to hand out a little uh, crossword puzzle, but don't look at it yet because we're going to do it together. So the ushers are going to hand these out. They've been all been disinfected for your uh, COVID safety, so that's good. Don't, Nicole, don't look at it. Were you looking at it? Nicole, turn it over. Jeez, she's good with words, so. Anyways, we're going to be playing a game today with the crossword puzzle. The instructions are, once everyone has them, I wrote. It's not like a normal crossword puzzle where you have clues and you kind of have to think about what the word's going to be. I actually gave you the words. The words are on there. You're just going to fill in the crossword puzzle, all right, if that makes sense. So we're going to play this in just a minute, and I've created some audio from uh, my home to help your experience and help challenge you a little bit more to kind of bring that... Stress level fight or flight up a little bit. For some of you, that'll be beneficial. For some of you, you're going to feel like you're going to lose your mind. But does anyone still need a crossword puzzle? Raise your hand. Everyone's got one? Sweet. So, does everyone understand the instructions? When I say go, they're going to play the audio. You're going to flip it over and do the crossword puzzle. When you're finished, if you think you're finished, stand up right away. And we're going to take first, second, and third place, and maybe fourth place for honorable mention. I have some big gift cards here to give away, so this is a challenge. If you're in the earlier service, you can't play. So, is everyone ready? Nicole, are you ready? All right, yeah, Pastor Kent's going to look to help me see who wins. All right, on your marks, Go! This is my whole life, except you have to add someone pulling on your leg saying, Dad, 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 Is that annoying? Dad, 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 I'm thirsty. Dad, I'm hungry. Dad, I need a drink. Oh, there's Bobby. Dad, 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 Dad. Max isn't, oh, we got one. Keep going. Dad, 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 Dad. Dad, dad, two, we got two. All right, keep going, three, keep going. Keep going, we got another one. All right, cut it, cut it, I can't take it anymore. I, stop it. That was horrible. That was horrible. I'm sorry, you guys got to experience just a portion of what my life is like. Uh, Pastor Kent, who was first? Who, Sarah, bring it up, let me check it. Let me check it, Dispenza. I don't know if... Let's see. That is very nice. I don't know if the trustees approve this. This is a heavy hitter right here. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're going to coffee for a year. Rebecca, let me check that. Come on, Rebecca. Everyone give Rebecca and Sarah a round of applause. Good job. Now, did you guys notice both of these people are mothers? So they might have experience in this area. Your kids are quiet, though. Tabitha, we're three. Tabitha has experience, right? Nice. Mm, One letter. I don't know. Can I give it to her? It's a little messy, Tabitha, but you win. (laughs) Just kidding. Good job. Honorable mention to Stephanie in the back. Is that right? Good job, Steph. Sorry, I'm out of of gift cards. I have a mask. If you want. No, thank you. (laughs) So... That game was a little bit of an example of one of my triggers, which is noise. So I have, that's enough noise to bother anyone, but I have a little-known illness, mental illness, yes, I'm admitting it, called mesophonia. Mesophonia, is that how you say it, Renage? It's where you're triggered by sound, and it makes you very angry. It could be nail biting, it could be nail clipping, it could be eat, someone eating, it could be um, like uh, Max was popping the bubbles earlier from the bubble wrap. It could be <laughs> it could be something like that. So everyone has different triggers that make them stressed and angry. So that was an example of what my home sounds like very often. And I promise I'm a good dad. I promise I discipline my children. But God has given me the opportunity, yes, opportunity to live with a family that feels emotions very strongly and uses their voices like an instrument to express that very loudly. I've a- I actually have a decibel meter, JR has one of those in the back, and I've clocked the screaming, I have it on video, which I did not show, at 30, 25, 30 decibels, which is, that's close to jet engine, that's loud. Max. Yep, we're not going to tell them which child screams the loudest. But <laughs> but yes, yeah, some of them scream as loud as jet engines. Anyways, that gives me great opportunities to be slow to speak, right? And slow to anger. But there's, it might be different, uh, different triggers for different people. For some of us, it could be a spouse that's really critical, right? Who's always kind of taking what you feel like are jabs at you. You know what I mean? It could be for some of us, are we recording? It could be the governor, a governor who overreaches his executive orders, right? Or the, on the, the contrary, it might be some of us who uh, get mad at other people for not wearing their mask, right? And you're in the grocery store, and you're like, put your mask on, Karen. I'm looking at you, Karen. No, for some, sometimes we do need to wear our masks. Uh, it could be. Um, One of my triggers is Amazon boxes. When I get home from work and there's a pile of Amazon boxes on the front porch, I'm like, I thought we weren't spending any money. I said that two days ago, Amazon Prime's two days. Were you not listening? That's one of my triggers. It could be, it could be, there's so many things that could um, really get us angry or get us frustrated or wanting to give up. Which reminds me, do you guys mind if I make a phone call real quick? All right. I just have to call Christina. Hold on. Sorry about this. Christina. Yes, I know I'm, I'm at church, but listen, we're doing Dave Ramsey and we've used all of our spending categories for the month. Yep. I know it's only the second week, but we can't buy anything else. I don't want to dip into the savings. We need that to go on vacation away from the kids. Sorry, Max. But we don't have any more money, so that means no spending. No Joanne Fabrics, no Target, no Amazon. You got it? All right, I have witnesses. Okay, she's, all right, Christina said she's not going to spend any money. Everything's okay. All right, we're well, going to move on. So, let's get back into the scripture. James 1.19 says, we looked at it before, it says, This you know, it says, Brethren, this you know. In other words, it's a way of saying, Bro... You know this. This is something that we know already, right? We know this is the right, the right way to act, even from a, a child's But how many of you know knowing the right thing to do is a completely different thing than acting it out, right, and living it out? So I personally, one of my pet peeves is when people, especially skinny people, tell me how I need to lose weight. I know how I need to lose weight. You don't have to tell me how to lose weight. You're making me very angry. I know this. The only person I'll listen to is like a really fat dude who got skinny. I won't listen to a skinny person who just stayed skinny. (laughs) That's one of my triggers. So it's a different thing to act it out, right? So, how do we. So, the first verse told us how we're going to. what we need to do, but how are we going to act it out? So, I want to filter. Oh, hello. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited you're here. This is Stan. This is my Amazon delivery guy. Hey, Stan, how, how's the family and the wife and kids? Good. Since, yeah, since I've seen you yesterday, the wife and kids are good? Yeah. Stan's great. He shows up every few hours. I love this guy. Stan, thank you so much. I'll see you maybe in a couple hours, all right? Yeah. All right, take care. You guys heard me, right? I told Christina, no Amazon. Anyways, well, let's get back to it. So I want to filter James 1.19 through the lens of 1 Corinthians 13, which is the love chapter. So a lot of times we tend to skip over this, this chapter really quickly. But let's read it together. Uh, starting in verse 4, it says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant. It's not rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable like Jordan, or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. So sometimes we we kind of run through that, but there's so many so many truth bombs in that verse, right? So I want to kind of focus on let's narrow it down a little bit and focus on verse. Seven, and I think this is the key to walking out how to be slow to speak and um, slow to anger. So it says, "Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things." So we see the key here is love, right? And that sounds that sounds easy, right? But it's not the normal love that we think about. It's the only way we can do this is through the love of Jesus, right? We can't do it on our own. We need that key, that perfect, that perfect love from Jesus. And Ephesians 3.19 says, To know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be full, filled with the fullness of God. Surpasses knowledge, right? That means that even the academics among us, the smart people, can't understand this concept until they've experienced God's love for themselves, right? So, like we have some smarty pants here in the church. We have a few doctors. I won't call your names. But this is something that we have the opportunity to understand better than someone who has a doctorate, right? And that's the cool that's one of the coolest things about scripture is it's like it's not A, B, C, D, okay, I got Christianity. It's an ever discovering mystery. Of the universe that we'll never fully understand. And that's the point of that is to always call us and bring us closer to a fuller understanding of the knowledge and love of God. And that's the that's the whole point of the pursuit of our our existence is to get to know the the love of God and get to know Jesus, right? So it surpasses knowledge. We can't understand it. The NLT says it's too great to understand fully. And like I said, this is the the, the advantage we have over the academics in this room, and that's that pure love of Jesus that you can't even explain with words, so I'm not even going to try it. You have to experience it for yourself. So, we're going to go through these. There's four of them. Uh, the first way that I, can, I feel like a practical way that you can be slow to speak and slow to anger is to bear all things. So one of God's greatest attributes is that of forbearance. That's a vocabulary word for those of you who don't read like myself, forbearance. Christina, she she's awesome. She always she reads like a couple books a week and she's always coming up with these wild vocabulary words that I don't understand what they mean. One of them would be forbearance. That just simply means tolerance, patience or refraining from acting or even putting up with someone or someone who's, who's annoying. So love is, we all know love is patient, right? Exactly what, Stan, I thought you might be coming back today. Yeah. All right, he just has one. Where's your Amazon hat? Did you lose it? Yeah, I so Stan, it's good to see you. Actually, I hope not to see you again today because me and Christina are trying to save money. But I really always, it's always nice to see you, Stan. Thanks. All right. Two packages, not too bad. The budget probably can afford it. I had some secret snack money in the budget that we can use. So parenting, like I said, parenting has been one of the greatest challenges, the greatest challenge of my lifetime. And God has given me the opportunity, opportunity, to have that family with, with very, very strong emotions. Um, but think about it. How how much greater has God put up with us, Right? We think other people are annoying and obnoxious, but God, God puts up with us, right? Like we fail on the daily. Most of us sin every day. We know better. Um, he, We know what's right and wrong. We still mess up. We grumble. We complain. Uh, we don't, so I get mad at my kids when I said, I told you to clean your room. We don't listen to him when he tells us what to do, right? A lot of times we ignore him. We don't Spend time with him, right? We neglect him, you know. Sometimes we we get angry with people if they don't reach out to us and and uh, try to try to hang out with us. We do the same exact thing to God, right? But only an agape love, that pure love of Jesus, could bear with creatures as thankless and unholy and wicked as us, right? Like we, the human race, crucified Jesus, right? Yet he still comes after us and bears, he bears all of our faults and sins. So how much more should we bear the faults of our brothers and sisters and wives and husbands and kids? I don't have a husband. Um, what's the second one? Love believes all things. The Apostle Paul says basically that we need to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? When they do something, something wrong. So, for example, we should believe someone when they tell us something instead of assuming that they're lying, right? Love tends to think the best of people. For example, when someone's late, right, you must, we need to assume that maybe they got a flat tire or maybe they had to change the baby's diaper five times, right, Sarah? The Dispenza's, since, they, since they've had their baby, they've been a little more late. I assume the best that they're not just laying around hitting the snooze button. Sarah was early to church this morning and had to change three diapers all in the time it took you to get your morning coffee. So one of the, one of the things is that I used to kind of, I used to do this a little bit to a fault where um, Christina would come and say, you know, tell me when someone was bothering her or someone said something mean to her. And I would always come back with, oh, maybe they didn't mean that, because I'm just kind of like a positive, positive person. Oh, they probably didn't mean to say that. And I would kind of defend the person. So a little pro-marriage tip, guys, sometimes you're just supposed to listen and not supposed to always assume the best, because she, she thought I was taking other people's side over her, where I was just trying to, like, defuse the situation. That's a pro. Stan, too. interesting. Two. Stan, come on, you're getting a little, a little sloppy, but uh, two packages. Now, Stan, he's the good kind of Amazon delivery guy, like the one with the blue truck. Have you guys ever seen the consultants, the other kind of Amazon guy, the scary ones with the, yeah, the ones you don't let around your kids? Stan is the good kind, but Stan, really, that's a lot of packages for one day. But uh, I know. Understand, you're just doing your job. He's just doing his job. So, like I said, we, we do need to believe the best, the best in people. Now, this doesn't mean that we should let ourselves be walked over and taken advantage of, right? Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're a punching bag, right? Like, we have to use wisdom. When I was a manager uh, for restaurants, Sunday, I don't know if anyone's worked in restaurants, Sunday was always the day everybody called in sick to work because they were out Saturday night, right? Like partying or watching I don't know what watching movies or whatever. So one of the things I'd do, they would call and be like, "Oh, I have a flat tire. I can't come in today." So always, I would always call their bluff and be like, "Oh, really? I'm going to come pick you up. I'll be right over." And they'd be like, "Ah, all right. I'm coming in. You know, I'll find a way, find a way to come in." So then they'd come in and they'd have the like the little stamp from the club on their hand. Flat tire. So you don't want to be stupid either, right? But You should assume, assume that they're telling the truth, right? But be wise. So some, some practical questions that you can do to kind of believe all things, but kind of explain, have them explain more, is you could use questions, coaching questions, like Nathan is always coaching me. What did you mean by that? Or what were you thinking when you made that decision? Like, don't say, what were you thinking when you made that decision? But what were you thinking when you made that decision or what were your intentions? What it what were you trying to get at when you when you said that? Um like even the talk to text too, like people have a problem with texting these days. They don't always check their talk to text, like maybe they didn't mean to mean to send that. Or do you see how do you see how that could have affected me? That's another another good question. Most of the time people are like, Oh my gosh, I didn't mean that. Like I didn't mean to say that. I'm so sorry. So a lot of the times these situations can be avoided if we just get some clarity, like take a minute, take a step back, and get some clarity with the situation. We're, we're crushing this, guys. You're going to be out just in time to take me for lunch. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. So the third one, love hopes all things. So, like I said, if you were waiting for a friend who was ten minutes late, that might be kind of annoying, right? Right? But once it approaches like half hour or 45 minutes, you might start to get worried about this person. Oh, maybe they got in an accident. Maybe they got hurt. Something bad might have happened to them. So we want to hope for the best. Hope for their safety, right? So that should be the natural path that your heart goes to instead of becoming angrier and angrier and angrier, right? We need to hope the best for our friends and our loved ones, right? So... In the same way that you're, when you're dealing with a total jerk, even if someone wasn't intending it, we need to turn our hope, our anger, our rage, and give it to God, right? And think about, you could ask yourself this question, what What must have happened to this jerk, sh- shouldn't say jerk, but what must have happened to this person, God, to make them this way, right? What ha- the? In James it said, you know this. Like even kids know that, something must have happened to that bully to make them that way, right? Like, they must have been bullied in order to make this, this person a jerk, right? And that's, that's almost always the case. But we forget that when we're older, when people act out, like, our first assumption would be, like, God, what happened to that, to that person to make them so nasty? You know what I mean? Like, they must be totally hurting inside, as opposed to our first reaction is to come right back at them, right? We need to kind of feel the, some of that empathy and pain that, that these people are going through who aren't treating others right. So in a similar way, we need to to hold out hope for our friends and loved ones because if someone's acting nasty, guys, they probably have never experienced the full and true love of Christ in their lives. If they're continually abusive or, or angry, they probably have never been broken by that beautiful pure sweet spirit of God that lives inside of us right and so we need to hold out hope for their salvation and not like in the way like oh my gosh they need to get saved but like in the way of God I'm so so hungry that this person would get to know you and experience your presence just like I've had the opportunity to have that right so the last one Love endures all things. Love endures all things. So this one's kind of hard, but the word endure means to hold out against or to to live through something painful. A few weeks, about three or four weeks ago, I had back surgery. And it was through the whole, this whole summer has been very, very painful um, for my back. And I found that I almost never like yell or snap at my kids. Like I really try hard to speak to them calmly. But, Max, is that true? It's true. All right, I'll pay you later, bro. He gets paid in bacon. It's not bad. Anyways, but this this summer, I found my, like, I yelled at the kids, like, literally yelled at them a couple times, which is not normal for me. Normally, I just bottle it up inside. But, (laughs) But, but, I was not able to endure, I wasn't enduring all things, right? Like, Some of us have to live with chronic pain. It stinks, but like we're called, we're called to endure it. Many of us in America, we're not, we're not used to enduring shortages or enduring like with COVID and you went to Wegmans and you couldn't get your favorite mustard or whatever, whatever it is, or we, you know, you ordered something and it took a week instead of two days. Like as Americans, we're not used to that kind of suffering or, or enduring where most of the. A lot of the rest of the world is used to going into the grocery store and not finding every little thing that, that's there. Going to two or three stores to try to find what you need, right? We're not used to that. We're, we're pretty uh, pretty lazy and comfortable. But the good news is the way to endure, the way to, to, to have this long suffering, it's not up to us, right? It's up to God to give us the strength to endure. So it's really not you don't have to fight this battle, guys, in your own strength. Whether that's a, a divorce you're going through or you're you know, you owe ten thousand dollars in taxes or you have no money left or your kids are driving you nuts or whatever you have a, a boss that's horrible to you, whatever the situation is, you don't have to endure it alone and that's the whole point. He's gonna give you the love, right, that we talked about, that pure that purest love to endure endure the battle that you're going through, right? So I want you guys to repeat after me, and this is hard for some of you overachievers, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh my gosh. This one looks expensive. Stan? This one looks expensive. Oh my gosh, how are we going to afford this? We're never going to be able to go on vacation. Thanks, JJ. Thank you. Oh, Stan. Listen, you need to take care of your back, okay? You got it so you don't have to have back surgery. Alright? Oh my gosh. You guys, I'm getting a little stressed out. I'm, get, I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting a little angry. That's at least a couple hundred dollars right there. Doesn't matter if it's groceries, Tabitha. It's not in the budget. Sorry. I didn't I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. But the whole point is, is in 1 John 4.19. It says, we love because he first loved us, right? The only way that we can show that pure love to other people is because he first, he first loved us. And he put up with us. He put up with all the, the stuff that we, we put God through, right? And since God made the first move, we need to take the, the next move. Towards other people's right, and to forgive other people's shortcomings, faults, failures, right? He didn't say some things; he said all things, right? To endure all things, and that that sounds scary at first. Like, who wants to endure all things, right? But it's easy. It's easy because he's with us, right? We know. We know that that no matter what. Nothing, 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 nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus, right? You can punch me, you can kick me, you can swear at me, you can tell me I'm an idiot, you can uh, take all my money away, you can put me in jail, whatever, nothing. Nothing is going to separate me from the love of God. You can't take that away from me, right? Amen? And we know that we're going to end up with Him no matter what. No matter what you do, and in the meantime, guess what he 's going to give me the strength and the love inside of me to endure anything that you might throw at me amen so that 's my prayer for you guys just that 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 stress and anxiety and that that tension will just fall off of you in jesus name today whatever you're whatever you're going through god 's love can cover it so Oh gosh, I hope Stan doesn't come back up here because that would really stress me out. I'm I'm doing okay. I think I got it. I think I can forgive Christina for all this. Oh my gosh, Stan, Zoo Lily, really? Zoo Lily, Stan, you're an Amazon guy. You don't deliver Zoo Lily. Why are you bringing this to me, Stan? Get get out of here. He doesn't even. Do, he's an Amazon guy, and he brought me two lily boxes. It's getting out of control. You know what, guys? I'm gonna call Christina. I'm not gonna. Oh my gosh! Get out! Don't don't come back up here, Stan. I'm gonna call Christina, but I'm gonna be calm, okay? I got this. You guys, mind if I give her a call? All right, hold on. Christina. Okay, I'm calm. I'm very calm. But I came home, and Stan has been here all day. There's like seven Amazon packages, a really big one, and two zulilies. I told you, no spending. I had witnesses. They all heard you say that you're not going to spend any... Oh, Guys, the Amazon packages, her sister ordered those as gifts for her husband and kids, and sent them to our house so they wouldn't see him. But the, there's Zulily packages. You're always ordering all this little cute stuff from Zulily. She said she ordered those two months ago. Because Zulily takes... Okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have assumed that. Okay, okay. She was very graceful with me, by the way. So this is actually an example. I know it's a little cheesy, but... An example of a real situation that happened, I came home from work and there was like six or seven Amazon packages on the front steps and I was super, super angry because it was before Christmas and we had talked about it, like we were all done with our Christmas shopping, we weren't going to order anything else and so like I got pretty angry, but it's a true story. Elena had ordered a bunch of Amazon packages for her, uh, her kids but I messed up, I got angry, right? I didn't assume all things, I didn't bear all things, right? I didn't believe all things, I didn't hope all things, right? So that's how we need to live our our lives. So in conclusion, when you're mad and you can't take it anymore, you're frustrated, you're angry, number one, you can bear all things through the love of Jesus, amen? You have the godly patience inside of you to deal with any situation. You need to believe this person. When someone tells you something, believe them. Believe that person who's making you angry because they're a son and daughter of God. And who they really are is different from how they're acting. Who God made them to be is different from how they're acting in that situation. We need to have hope. Hope that the situation's going to get better. If you lose hope, guys, it's over. That's the end. We have a hope that that person or situation that you're going through can change. And at the end, love endures all things. You know, if your situation doesn't change, love endures all things. Nothing can happen to me on this earthly world to separate me from my God, right? So, this uh, message is, I know pastors say sometimes, when I I preach this message, it's not for you, it's actually really for me. Like, that sounds kind of cheesy, but honestly, today this message is really for me. Um, this week, I wrote the message, but last, literally last night, like 12 hours ago, no, maybe like 14 hours ago, I made my wife cry from some, something that I said. Yeah. Sorry, I don't cry. But these are, these are things I know, guys. Like, I know these things. I literally just wrote them down, but I made Christina cry yesterday, last night. Like we we need God so bad guys. We can't do it on our own. If we don't if we don't church, like if we don't don't take this from head knowledge to heart knowledge, it's not going to change a thing guys. We got to we need to accept him fully in our hearts. We need to let him take over, right? 1 John 4:20 says, "Whoever claims to love God yet hates his brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen, they cannot love God. Whom they have not seen, this is this is serious stuff. That he's he's called us to, right? If we if we can't forgive our brothers and sisters, right, he can't forgive us. This is a very very serious call that he's he's put on us. And l- luckily, God has forgiven me, and Christina's forgiven me. But love is. Love, the true love of Christ, is able to bear all things. Love holds out against hope. Never lose hope in our sovereign God. And nothing that happens to us in in this earth, guys, compares to the eternity that he's laid out before us to spend with him, with his perfect love. Right? Romans uh, 8.18 says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory of that will be revealed inside of us, right? We're not going to get it right all the time, guys. But we need to to focus on that perfect love and forgiveness that He's given us to break us, break it down, break all that stress and anxiety and anger that we have inside of us towards others, right? And to stop looking looking outward, right? And look look right inside of our our own selves. So. I'm just gonna pray, and then uh, Pastor Jake is gonna come close us out today. Father, we just we come before you, Lord, and um, we uh, we repent, Father, for um, for how we've treated other people, Lord. We uh, we repent for not being slow to speak. We repent for uh, for being fast to be to getting angry, Father. We repent for um, not opening our hearts and letting you cover every situation, God. And I just pray today that, Lord, that you would continue to give us the strength and the love inside of us, Lord, your perfect love from your Son, God, that you gave us to set us free from the bondage of of anxiety and anger and stress, God. We thank you for all the, the good gifts that you've given us today. In Jesus' name, amen.